do it. It's time for the Doug and Daddy Show. Good morning. Welcome to ESPN Tri-Cities, Doug and Daddy Show. Michael Shively in for Doug Duda today. Glad you could be with us. We got Jim Langan in the building as well, running some uh, double duty, Jim. Uh, we got uh, no Doug, no Danny. It's just us two. That means there's no rules. And well, you got plenty of work to do because you're going to be the producer. You've got to read the advertisements. <laughs> um, I, I'm going I'm to be here. I'm going to help you, but I'm going to say it's 70-30. You're going to do yeah. 70% of the work, <laughs> and I'm going to go 30. And I hope I could get my 30 in. I it could go 80-20 here. Well, well, I'm going to give you the, you know, this, this show, there's, we have no producer. We have no Doug in the house. So anything you've wanted to, to do in a show. We got about 56 minutes left that uh, we can <laughs> fire away uh, within reason, of course. But uh, uh, we are excited for this show because there's lots of high school sports to talk about. Uh, then we get into an awesome weekend of sports, and that includes NFL football. Uh, the conference uh, games are going to be awesome this weekend. So also have Husker basketball this weekend. We'll chat about that some as we move throughout this show. Uh, just coming up about 10 minutes from now, we'll visit with Drake Baronic, the head coach of the Kearney High boys basketball team. Man, did the Bearcats have a great opportunity in front of them this weekend. Lincoln North Star, Bellevue West, chance for one, maybe if you're if you're feeling lucky, even two signature victories there that could really boost uh, the Bearcats boys basketball team as you head towards the the grind of the season. Uh, girls basketball also in session. The reason Doug's not here, uh, he's either on the way or already in Pierce, Nebraska. That is for the uh, girls wrestling state duels tournament. This is the first time this event has ever been held. It is not yet an NSAA-sanctioned event. It is the Nebraska Wrestling Coaches Association, somebody similar to that. Pardon me if I got that incorrect. But he'll be on the call for us on News Channel Nebraska TV at 2.30. So that's a first-time event. Uh, it's it's going to go for quite a while, and you, you can watch it, News Channel Nebraska TV. It's also streaming, newschannelnebraska.com for free. It is not an NSAA-sanctioned event, so we don't need to put it behind the National Federation of High Schools paywall. So a great opportunity to see a first-ever event. Uh, talked about it on the show yesterday. Uh, Doug did, and uh, very excited that we get to bring that to you on TV. And, and theme of yesterday's Doug and Daddy show was, man, what a year, what a what a an academic year for women's sports, the Nebraska volleyball, volleyball day in Nebraska. Uh, then you, you have the Omaha supernovas this week. You have uh, something like the, the girls wrestling state duels happening for the first time. We're televising Caitlin Clark uh, for, for Iowa has been phenomenal and the Huskers play her this weekend. So uh, there's, there's just a great year for women's athletics. Yeah. Probably well overdue. I mean, we, in, in, <laughs> yeah, I mean, 19, yeah, 77, we started, you know, uh, sports in, in women's. And right now, you know, you look, we, we still compete with the M Major League Baseball, the NBA, NFL. You know, those, the tenants levels of watching men's sports is still huge. And, uh, but right now we're starting to at least get in the gear. And then uh, girls didn't wrestle for a lot of years. Didn't realize how popular the sport was going to be. I don't think anybody did, including the NSAA. Because if you look, they're having trouble. What is it, the semifinals? And finals, they're getting sold out at the state right, tournament right. already. Like they're they're concerned. I believe it was Central City asked for two hundred tickets and got like a hundred. Uh, another school wanted like a hundred ninety eight and got sixty six. They gave them a third of the tickets they wanted. Um, and it's it's based on kind of your enrollment and how many students maybe will qualify for the state wrestling tournament. But everybody's booking rooms and getting tickets. And I mean, there'll be some people that won't qualify and they'll be willing to give their tickets back. But um, yeah, it's 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 a more of a headache uh, right. than you thought it was going to be, but it's a positive thing. You know, it's always nice when you're going, "Hey, we're, we sold out and we don't have enough." Instead of you're begging for attendance. Exactly, and and, and we hope that all gets uh, worked out, and there's still plenty of time for it. If you want to be a part of the program today, join the Billy Jacks fan line eight 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 four five five three seven seven six. That's Billy Jacks fan line, the best pizza in Kearney, the best pizza around, extremely fast. They also have sub, salad, dine-in, drive-through, curbside pickup, take-up. 
take out a you can email us the Debt Popper inbox, open for you, Doug and Daddy at ESPNSuperstation.com. Uh, shoot us a note on Facebook, ESPN Tri Cities, there, of course, uh, on X, the app formerly known as Twitter, ESPN underscore Tri Cities, where you can find us there. High school sports uh, last night. Uh, congratulations to the Adams Central boys. Decker Shestock hit a game winning last second three pointer, and uh, that's uh, and got the win for Adam Central over Aurora, 41-38. to And the Patriots will play in the Central Conference Championship game against Crete. Yeah, and Crete beat York, I believe. Yeah, uh, by, by 36. Yeah, yeah, 76-40. <laughs> Crete's really good. So, uh, yeah, th- that's kind of – everybody kind of was playing for second. But Adam Central has really had some big wins. Uh, they beat GICC – on a Saturday in overtime. Yeah, you know, I was there. We had right. it on News Channel Nebraska TV. And GICC played real. They shot the lights out, just ran out of steam late in that game. Right. Uh, yeah. And and so, you know, it, but like you're looking at Adam Central, um, the team that they had, uh, they're going to be in the finals. They've got some athletes that will compete. Uh, but Crete is really loaded. This would be a huge upset. Just be, I don't know if anybody's seen Crete play. And if, if you've seen him play at all, they're loaded one through five on their lineup. In fact, their bench has got some players that can come out and play. They probably should have beaten Omaha Scut in the state semifinals last year. And that would have been an enormous upset. Crete was about, they're a year, they were a year away at that point but they they play so well in those environments tournaments because their head coach is Tony Siski who is in my opinion the most underrated basketball coach in the state of Nebraska because he's never coached in a major metro he's won a state championship at Scotts Bluff he's won a state championship at Norfolk and if he wins a state championship at Crete he will be the first to basketball head coach in Nebraska high school sports history to win a state title at three different schools. Is that right? I didn't know that. That is most likely right. Uh, We had a a race and fact-checked as best as we could during the broadcast uh, of state semifinals last year. And I checked with all the historians that would know, Stu Poshpichol and uh, uh, Bob Jensen, and uh, did as much online research as I could. And and we we can't say for 100% sure, but... You know, and barring yeah, somebody, someone from 1924 that did it, yeah, it, it's Tony yeah, Siski yeah. if he were to win a state title at Crete. Yeah, we're not going to count that 1926, 27, <laughs> 28, when everybody could go to state. You just right. got your Yeah, if you were in Class or, K one year and yeah, Class I the next year. Yeah, yeah. if you just got to get in the car and go to Link and you got to play in it, you just put <laughs> right, your team right, there. Right. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of interesting. Look, that's a, that's a heck of a stat. I didn't realize that, and that's uh, a lot of times I, I'm up on that kind of stuff. Uh, di- I, I guess I did realize that he won at Scott's Bluff and, and at, His at Norfolk. His first year but, at Norfolk, yeah, yeah, yeah taking over did, for Ben Reese. Yeah, but just didn't realize that um, so many coaches, when they win, they kind of do it at the same school over a long right, period of right. time. Um, I know the girls coach at Lincoln Southeast won some state champions and went on to Crete, coached at Crete. Yep. And, you know, anybody anybody that's got those 600 wins, we need to check on them and see what they really did, you know. But I think, uh, for the most part, um, you win most of your state championships at the same school. Yeah, three different incredible, and it shows uh, a Tony Siski as good as there is. And he's uh, what's standing in front of Adam Central. That's a game you can hear on KHAS Radio on Saturday. The girls, Adam Central, they'll play tonight in the semifinals of the Central Conference. If they win, that will also be on KHAS Radio. Uh, the uh, Centennial Conference did have some semis yesterday. Grand Island Central Catholic defeats Hastings St. Cecilia, a battle of Tri-Cities teams, and GICC. Man, this is this is shaping up. Uh, they, it, it could be their year to, to make at least a deep run in state, and who knows, maybe even uh, be the last team standing. They win 42-32 over St. Cecilia. In a, in a big game that was. Yeah, you're right. So, uh, you know, when, when you're looking at the, the, the Central 10 and the Centennial, I believe the Southwest Conference um, are playing their, their tournaments this week, and then next week you've got the Twin Valley, the Fort Kearney Conference, and the Lou Platte. So, you know, in our area, uh, those conference tournaments, the week before the Goldenrod played theirs, and so did the SPVA, but that's with North Platte St. Pat's and that group, yeah. 
Other high school sports news. Carney High announced the retirement of esteemed teacher and coach Pat McFadden yesterday afternoon. Described as a guiding force in the school's athletic department for 36 years, McFadden was head girls cross-country coach and assistant girls track coach. He'll conclude his coaching career at the end of this season, and he'll retire from teaching at the end of this school year. So uh, Coach McFadden, uh, congratulations on a, a phenomenal coaching career. Still has a little bit left in the tank for this season, uh, but uh, just a, uh, another legend in the area in terms of coaching that is stepping down and in proper fashion you know, getting his due. Uh, big congratulations for all the efforts uh, at Carney High and even before that uh, other places. Yeah, they were always that girls pra- uh, track program at, at Carney High. Um, has had a tremendous amount of success, too. I mean, it really has over the years. The cross-country program's been strong. And, and what he did year in and year out, he was kind of a, a key. Don Clark, I know, helps with that program quite a bit, too. But, you know, a lot of those uh, Carney High coaches help each other out when it comes to track and make sure that you get your athletes out and kind of get things rolling right. And there's a, this is a period of turnover, Carney High. They'll need to hire a new volleyball coach, girls basketball. And now girls cross country, and I'm sure assistant girls track won't be the, the most difficult to fill. Uh, the, there'll be people that want to have that role, but that's three head coaching jobs all in girls sports in the same year that will need replaced. So girls athletes at Kearney High next season going to be coached by almost exclusively new faces. Yeah, unless some of the assistants decide to take right, over right. and grab it. But you're exactly yeah, which Chris right. Chris Pothcock is the interim head coach for girls basketball, and, and he's not – has no intention to become the permanent head coach. So at least there you're going to see a exactly. changeover and statewide search at volleyball. I don't know what the plans are for girls cross country, but uh, that's that's a lot of turnover. Ryan Hogue's going to be a busy man doing the interviews. Yeah, no kidding. Speaking of Kearney High School, we look forward to talking to Drake Baronic. Man, do they have a, a good slate coming up here this weekend. Uh, Lincoln North Star today. Bellevue West tomorrow. That game will be televised on News Channel Nebraska. Myself and Doug Duda will be on the broadcast there. But before then, we need to talk to him on the show. That'll come up right after this break. Drake Baronic on the other side on the Doug and Daddy Show. Best. Come see us and find out why. We're Nebraska's only dual Toyota Honda dealer, and both are offering great rates on your new vehicle. We're stocked with Tundra trucks. Come in and test drive one today. When you're voted the best, expect a high level of service that doesn't end after the sale. We're on Deers Avenue, Grand Island, and we truly appreciate our customers. Stop in today or start online at CornhuskerToyota.com and CornhuskerHonda.com. At Johnson Landscape, we don't just see landscapes. We see dreamscapes, sprinklers with precision, plants with purpose, outdoor living for new beginnings. For over 25 years, this has been our passion. With unmatched quality, precision, and expertise. At Johnson Landscape, every project is like our own and every customer like family. Build your dreamscape today with Johnson Landscape. Today's weather is brought to you by Farm Bureau agents, Matt Myers and Rich Peters. When it comes to protecting your family, home, cars, and farm or ranch, you can count on your local agents to help you get the coverage you need. Contact Matt Myers and Rich Peters in Kearney today. Securities and services offered through FBO Marketing Services, LLC, affiliate Farm Bureau Financial Services. It's been years since you graduated, but your college team is yours for life. You can also have a Farm Bureau agent for life, and auto, and home, and business insurance. Imagine that. One agent for everything. It's that simple. So get a Farm Bureau agent for life. In Kearney, call Rich Peters and Matt Myers at Farm Bureau Financial Services, 308-234-4922. Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Farm Bureau Property and Casualty Insurance Company. Securities and services offered through FBL Marketing Services, LLC, affiliate Farm Bureau Financial Services. Here's your Tri-Cities weather forecast. A dense fog advisory continues until noon today. Slight chance for freezing drizzle with fog in spots early today. Otherwise, cloudy skies expected. Highs level off around 35. Winds out of the northwest, 5 to 10 miles per hour. Cloudy skies expected with fog in spots tonight. Lows around 26. From the Weatherology Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki. Currently 23.
Welcome back. Doug and Daddy Show, ESPN Tri-Cities. Michael Shively, Jim Lang in with you, rolling along on a Friday, getting fired up for the weekend in sports. Uh, Doug Duda, he's already up in Pierce. That'll be on News Channel Nebraska TV, the girls' state wrestling duels for the first time ever on NCN. On Saturday, News Channel Nebraska will be here in Kearney. Carney High hosting Bellevue West girls and boys doubleheader. To talk about it, we have the head coach for the Bearcats boys, Drake Baronic, joining the program. Drake, are you getting fired up? You got a couple of big games here tonight and tomorrow. Yeah, you, you hit it on the head. We've got uh, a couple tough games here. Lincoln North Star Friday night. It's our pink out night. Uh, we joined up with Carney Tackles Cancer and Forever Pink Foundation. And, uh, they were able to get us some jerseys, and and we're gonna we're gonna do it big, do it right, with some pink stuff on Friday, and then turn around and play, uh, yeah, the number one team in the state, WS, on Saturday. So we've got a lot coming this weekend. It's a big stretch for us, so we'll see how it goes. Drake, I can't really tell how good your team is, and I'm sure you don't either. I I just looked this up. The three games that you lost, the teams are 36 and 10. Yep. The records of the team you've beaten are 31 and 83. Right. I mean, and you you've, you haven't beaten a quad one or a quad two team all year long because you only played three of them. You know, and you're 0-3 against quad one and quad two. But you've got seven games coming up and maybe nine with quad one or quad two teams. The schedule's really hitting it right now. Your thoughts? Yeah, we're getting into the, the bulk of our schedule, right? Like, we've we talked a little bit about making sure we – we need to try to beat some good teams. Maybe not great teams, some good teams. We haven't had a chance to beat beat some guys that are in the middle of the pack. We haven't played anybody there. We've either played some teams that are kind of lower end, or we've played, and we've played well versus those teams, um, or we've played guys that are kind of at the top tier. And so finding that kind of balance on how we can play versus the top tier teams, you know, sometimes you got to have some success versus some good teams in order to beat some of the great teams. And we just haven't had that opportunity. But hopefully throughout the uh, – the first part of the year here, we've been able to grow and figure out some things that we do well, and and we can knock off a couple of the teams that are in that top tier. Yeah, and Drake, and to be fair, Carney Hives only had one game where they've won this year where it's been 11 points or less. All the rest of them, they've just completely taken care of business. So it's just your schedule's been so weird. That's why you're 12th in wildcard points with a record of 9-3. and three. Normally, if you would have a 9-3 and three record, you'd be sitting there somewhere around 7th or 8th. Yeah, yeah, we just haven't had an opportunity to play against the uh, the better competition or the good competition, and, and uh, kind of like what you're talking about. That's that's where you're going to get that separation. And uh, when we switched to the hack from the GNAC, um, we lost out on some opportunities to beat like a Hastings and uh, McCook and some of those teams that are going to be a two or three in, in B and get you 47, 50 points. So exactly. um, our, our tournament schedule for the conference has really made it hard, and that's where we've landed in those 14, 15s at the end of the year versus the number one team overall is because we've lost out on some of those 45 to 50s that are maybe a little bit easier to get than beating the Lincoln East or Northeast or Southwest. And so um, we've got to make sure that we, we hit this stretch hard here and, and, and do well versus this stretch. It's obviously a really hard stretch. Um, we've talked about it since the start of the year, though, January and February, January and February. And uh, so we've got to be ready to rock and roll, and it's here. So we'll see where we're at. We're talking to Drake Baronic, head coach of the Kearney High boys basketball team. They have Lincoln North Star at home tonight, Bellevue West at home tomorrow uh, early evening. And uh, checking out the schedule, January, haven't lost yet, just that one home game, and uh you know, if you take out hack stuff, uh, this is just going to be your second home game in about 40 days here tonight. Uh, how eager are you to, to get those fans behind you and to tell us a little bit about uh, why they're wearing pink tonight? Yeah, like we said, it's uh, the uh, Carney Tackles Cancer Night. It's an organization that got started, I think, back in 08 or 09 by some some proud Carney people. And I think there's a lot of people that are proud in Carney and, and competitive in and, and North Platte. Um, started a, a deal there, and, and we got wind of it and said, well, hey, we can do better than North Platte. And it's just how it evolves. And that's one of the reasons why I love being in Kearney. I think people are uh, progressive, aggressive, um, competitive, and, and proud of where we come from. And um, they've grown that, foundation, or that uh, foundation into a big deal. And they're going around doing some pictures at elementary schools with 
the people that have the t-shirts and things like that. And it was just a, a good way to bring some awareness to it. They put out a, a really good video that our students did um, to give some awareness. I've been here for nine years and I didn't understand the whole meaning of it either until this year. Um, I mean, I knew it was around. I, I didn't understand the why. And so to get that uh, makes it mean a little bit more and excited to share um, and, and help that foundation. And we teamed up with Forever Pink Foundation as well. They, they uh, donated some jerseys for us. So we're going to be able to be in some white jerseys trimmed with pink. And, uh, you know, I don't have a ton of pink in my wardrobe, but we found some stuff <laughs> and we're going to have fun with it. And it's, it's for a great cause. And like you said, it, it's just exciting to get home. And we haven't had a, a, a ruckus environment here this year. And it's been a little while since we've had some big games. And, and uh, you know, hopefully our community is going to come out and support and get us a great environment. Drake, name some of the kids, uh, some of the players on your team that are scoring for you at a pretty good level, and then talk about some of the kids that you just love because you they want to you want to be in the foxhole with them. They're the guys that run down loose balls and and can guard somebody else's best guy on the perimeter and make sure that it makes it really difficult to score too. Basketball is a great game because it doesn't always mean the five most talented people win, right? Yeah. Um, there's there's roles and and there's things that people have to do. Um, in order to be successful. And a lot of times it's teams that play the hardest together are going to be the hardest teams to beat. Now there is going to be a talent factor um, at times, but, you know, obviously Ben Johnson's playing really well for us. Uh, Jacob Weber's playing really well for us. Um, I thought Asher Endorf has really stepped his game up from, from last year. He's been a consistent scorer. Um, and then Carter Lee has been just fantastic on spraying the basketball. Um, he's really finding the right plays for us. And, and obviously has some guys that he can throw it to that can help him. Um, but he's making those plays. And I think right now he's either tied or, or in the lead for the most assists in the state for class a. And, uh, and then you got Colt Straka flying around like a pinball out there and doing <laughs> his thing. And Ian Piper has been fantastic defensively. He can shoot it well. Um, so we, uh, we, we like where we're at. Turner Bertrand's a big guy that we can bring in and, and get going. Um, and so we, we've got some pieces. It's just about how well we come together, and, and it's been a fun start. And I was listening to some Sundance Wick stuff, and, and you just really don't know what you got until you're in it a little bit. We're kind of trying to figure that out as we go, and, and hopefully we can make a nice little run here in February. Coach Drake Moran at Kearney High Boys Basketball with us, Doug and Daddy Show on ESPN Tri-Cities. Well, you certainly figured out offense, a team averaging 71 a game. You got those three main scorers, Weber and Dorf Johnson, all averaging 15 or more a game. And checking out your schedule, your team has scored 79 points four different times this year. What is it about this offense that, that has clicked in some of these games, and, and what's it going to take to click again tonight against Lincoln North Star? Well, kind of to, to Jim's point, I mean, we've done that against teams that we're probably better than. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, when you're – the game's a little slower in those situations and athletes aren't as good. And so when they're – when we're able to make comfortable decisions, we're really good. We've got to find a way to score versus athletic, talented teams. And that means you're going to have to work a little harder. It means you're going to have to be a little smarter. And uh, we've talked a lot about it. I think our guys are kind of figuring out. And that's where – I think it's important for us to play some good teams to be able to have some success versus good teams in, in offensively. And then you can have some success there and build on that versus the great teams. And that's who we want to try to get to. And that's who we want to try to beat. Um, so we just got to continue to build and understand that uh, yeah, as we play better teams, it gets a little harder, but you know, when, when guys are left alone and, and things are easy, we're pretty good. Um, it's, we got to find a way to make sure we're impacting the game um, when things are tough versus good competition. Well, you get the chance. Bellevue West, 14-1. and They're <laughs> fresh off a win. Creighton Prep last night beat them 73-61. They beat 10-win Omaha Bryan uh, last week, beat them by 7. Uh, this is a new era for Bellevue West, but it seems like they just uh, continue to keep rolling. Yeah, Coach Klein's a great guy. Uh, I've been kind of picking on him a little bit. Since summer started, we've got a pretty good relationship, and uh, he's a lot of fun. He's got a great laugh, um, so it's fun to kind of get that out of him. He's doing a great job with his team. They've got a really nice team. Um, they've had three different guys make eight threes or more in a game, and they're not even their best players that have done that. You know, So when you've got 
complimentary players to the guys that are supposed to be your best players that are doing that, you get really tough to beat. And they just play at a speed and a level um, that a lot of teams don't play at, and they're very physical. Um, so when you're doing those things, you're really tough. Um, it's going to be a really hard game for our guys, and we've obviously got to take care of Friday night first, and, and then we'll see where we're at on Saturday. It's a, another good test. We haven't had one of these tests in a while, um, so we need to see where we're at again, and then if we're not where we want to be, uh, make some adjustments and move forward because this team has high expectations for what we can do um, in February. Yeah, and, and Drake, you know, the two teams are quite a bit of difference. I mean, Lincoln North Stars played some good games. They've lost some, some good people and played them close. Um, they haven't beat anybody with a winning record yet. Lincoln North Star hasn't either. And they're playing, they're playing you, and I don't see them wanting to change the tempo, and I don't think you want to change the tempo much. I don't know if you want to get in a 90-90 battle with Bellevue West because when they do that, they seem to come out on top. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, it's, it's uh, Lincoln North Star's got five really good players. They got the two best freshmen in in, uh, in Lincoln that came in, and, and they're scoring it well. One of them had 24 in a game. Anytime you're scoring 24 in Class A as a freshman, um, you've got some skill and some talent. Um, and then they've got Lazare Houston who can shake and bake a little bit and get downhill, and they're going to throw every defense at us that uh, is out there. Um, they've done one through one, three two, two three full-court pressure, man-to-man, and they, they just do it all. So we've got to be able to adapt to whatever they throw at us. Um, they're they're very talented, athletic, um, and so we've got to be ready for them. And then, like you said, I mean, I don't know how good Bellevue West is in track. I think our tradition is probably better in track here at Kearney High, but uh, it's definitely not something that we don't want to get in a track meet um, mm-hmm. on a basketball floor versus WS. I know that. So – We've got to be smart and attack in spots where we have an advantage, but then at the same time, uh, make sure that we're trying to control the tempo and not allowing them to get out in offensive transition. That's where they're really, really good. So it's a super hard task, but uh, our guys have got to be ready to do that. A couple of more minutes here with Drake Baranek, head coach of the Kearney High boys basketball team, getting ready for North Star tonight, Bellevue West tomorrow on News Channel Nebraska. Uh, I don't believe we've had you on the program uh, since uh, – uh, a fun night earlier this month. Uh, your your family goes to Ravenna, receives a, a award uh, uh, on behalf of your father, Paul. It, it was a fun fun deal. You get to go back to Ravenna. You get the whole family there. I, I know we covered here here on this show. We have some uh, content on our website, newschannelnebraska.com. What was that like uh, to, to get a legacy award, see some folks uh, back home, and and celebrate your dad again? Well, it's super cool. Uh, you know, you almost get to a point where you, you don't forget, um, but you become used to maybe dad not being around as much, right? I, I think about him almost every day, probably every day, multiple times a day. But when you do something like that and you go back home and, and you hear his voice over the loudspeaker on a video and things like that, it drums up some emotion and some um, memories that uh, just put a smile on your face. And so for us to go do that um, was super cool for our family. Um, and obviously, Ravana means a lot to our family, and, and it was fun to share that moment with them and that community. Um, you know, besides the suspect refing, it all went pretty well that night. I <laughs> Thanks a lot. Hey, <laughs> hey you know, Drake, uh, I miss your dad too, and there are times – where something will happen, some coach will say something to me, uh, maybe some uh, fan might say something. I just ignore it because I have a selective hearing. I don't hear a lot of things, if you know what I really mean. But I really actually yeah. heard it. But it seems to work out a lot better if I don't hear things. I have to just run yeah. to the other end of the floor and pretend like I, I do. I try that with my wife, too. It don't <laughs> go over so good. No, I would, I would suggest not to do that there. That uh, <laughs> The basketball court's a little different. but uh, I agree. But, but I miss those phone calls on the way home when I could just call them and go, hey, I just remembered this story. You know, yep. and so you have so many times. So you're right, you know, you always miss your dad, whatever. But, uh, yeah, it, it's really – it'll be interesting to see this week, though. I mean, in fact, I'm just looking at Carney High for the next six games that if you could find a way to win four of them, you know, if you would go yep. four and two, I mean, you've got a yep. real competitive team. You want to stay out of that 12 seed if you can because, you know, you want to get up there and, and get yourself in a position where you can maybe – 
host us, get in the top eight, maybe host a game, you know what I mean? And be part of that, yep. you know? So, um, you know, I think it's really important to stay out of that 12, 13, 14 area if you can. Yeah, I agree with you. And, and it's been a while since we posted a district and man, there's some electric games that we've had in our gym. And so we need to get a little bit of buzz and spark back in that thing. And we've got the team to be able to do that. Um, we've got a fun team to watch and uh, we got some guys that can really do some things that uh, maybe other people can't. And so um, we need to make sure we're taking advantage of this team and maximizing what we can do um, to be able to make sure that people are really out there supporting the Bearcats and, and having a fun February and March. Coach, not that you know right offhand, but you probably do if you're like me. Or you got it down to a science. But how many points a game is the Weber and the Johnson kid averaging a game right now? Uh, they're right around that 20 range. Right. And uh, Andorf's in the 15. And, and so it fluctuates game to game on who's scoring. But that's where if you have multiple scorers on a team, um, you know, one night it's this guy's night, and the next night it's somebody else's. I think last game, Jacob had 27 and Ben had 12, but Ben had eight rebounds, eight assists. And so, you know, you're looking at impact and, and how you can impact a game. And I think the best players, they, they play well themselves, but they also make everybody else around them better. And uh, so we're continually trying to draw that out of those two guys. And, and uh, I think they're really growing in that way. Well, the schedule's working out great for Saturday because your game isn't until the evening, which means we get to watch Nebraska men's basketball on the road at 11 o'clock uh, uh, over at Maryland. I, I understand you made it back for an alumni night. Uh, that was recently at Pinnacle Bank Arena. Uh, what was it like getting back, uh, celebrating the Huskers, and seeing them win where they, they just seemed to get it done at home? Man, just so exciting. That that Pinnacle Bank's electric and and being that close to the action and, and having a little inside scoop on what they're doing. It's just a lot of fun. I think Nebraska, obviously, they love their sports. They love to support any sport. But uh, they've been wanting a good basketball program for a long time. And so to see Hoiberg and, and staff, um, Coach Nate, um, the bald coach, has, has done a lot to help write, write the ship for this mm -hmm. team. And uh, he's kind of been their culture guy and making sure they're getting the right guys in. You know, college basketball is so much about fit and making sure that uh, you fit the program, you fit the community, and then you represent where you're playing in a way that, uh, that that's what they want to be represented as. And I think that they're doing that. I mean, they got some tough-nosed kids, and that's what Nebraska is, right? We're competitive. We have a lot of pride. And we're going to do some things that maybe some other people don't want to do. And when you can um, – you know, play in a way that reflects the people that you're playing for and, and, and that's who's supporting you. Um, it just makes everything so much better. Ben Johnson, the high school version of Rink Mast. Do you like that comp? <laughs> I, hey, man, Ben's got a physique on him. He's, he's stronger on the rim, shoots it well. I mean, if he can – if Ben can play like uh, Mass did last game, we'll we'll call him Mass all year long. So, um, no, they've been playing great. It's been fun to see, um, and just uh, proud of what the Huskers are able to do this year. Hopefully, they can keep it going. Well, Drake, appreciate you taking some time for us here uh, today on the Doug and Daddy Show. Best of luck here tonight and tomorrow. Yep, I appreciate it. Thank you. Good luck, and hey, uh, don't yell at Connor at halftime. <laughs> Nobody's safe if we're not playing well. <laughs> oh, God, I, I'd hate to go into your halftime. So, yep. <laughs> yeah, Drake Veronic, thank you so much. Uh, you're listening to the Doug and Daddy Show, ESPN Tri-Cities. We still got uh, a lot to talk about here on the show. Uh, we, we got uh, NFL football. We have Husker basketball. Uh, so things to get to, uh, and, I, and I hope you stick around for it. Thanks so much for, to Drake Veronic for being with us uh, here this morning. We have more of the program coming up after this on ESPN Tri-Cities. Calling all superheroes. Did you know that 221 children in Kearney and Buffalo County, Nebraska this year alone entered the court system due to abuse or neglect? Nobody longs for a safe and loving family more than a child in foster care. As a CASA volunteer, you show us how superheroes are not just the ones you see on TV wearing capes. There are superheroes right here in Kearney and Buffalo County. It's true they walk among us and it could be you. Become a volunteer that works side-by-side side with foster children as they go through the court system. These volunteers are voices for the children. As a volunteer, you will be thoroughly trained and well-supported by professional staff to help you through each case. 
For more information on becoming a volunteer, go to CarneyBuffaloCountyCasa.com. You could keep a child safe and make a difference in their life today. Be a superhero and go to CarneyBuffaloCountyCasa.com. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. We were born do-it-yourselfers. Teaching you how to do it like a pro is what we live for. We're about relationship, not transactions. At Master's True Value, what we value is the empowerment you feel when you realize that do-it-yourself doesn't mean you do it alone. Master's True Value is over 5,000 locally owned True Value stores that go to work each and every day to take care of their customers. This year, we are celebrating the 75th anniversary of True Value. It's 75 years of finding solutions and building relationships for all who love what we do. Master's True Value, East Highway 30, Kearney. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Escape Ordinary by heading to Cunningham's downtown or Cunningham's on the lake in Kearney. You'll enjoy the coldest draft beer in town, happy hour specials, and great food. An outstanding place to relax with friends after work, on the weekends, or any time to escape everything. Plus, you can dance and listen to their live bands every weekend at the downtown location. It's a great time every time when you escape ordinary at Cunningham's Journal, on the bricks, and Cunningham's on the lake, Kearney. Doug and Daddy Show continues. ESPN Tri-Cities, Michael Shively and Jim Langan with you. Uh, Doug up on the road, or he might already be up there in Pierce County. 2.30 is when you can start watching News Channel Nebraska TV for the state girls wrestling duels for the first time ever. Grand Island and Minden are the two central Nebraska teams that will be competing in that event. But just tune in for some awesome coverage there of a first-ever state championship. Uh, we teased it, NCN, with the TV coverage for Kearney High Hoops this weekend. Uh, Coach Chris Pocock and company get going at 4.30 in the girls' game. The boys to follow against Bellevue West. Uh, girls, uh, Bellevue West is underachieved but super talented. That'll be a tough game for the Bearcats women, but they're playing some good basketball right now. Uh, going to get some pieces back here towards the end of the season, but not for Saturday. Uh, still some folks out with injury. Then the boys game we talked about with Coach Baronic. Well, thank you to one of our sponsors. Helps make our uh, Doug and Daddy show possible. That's Husker Sit and Sleep. You can find them, 1907 Central Avenue, open 10 to 6, Monday through Saturday, 1 o'clock to 4 o'clock on Sunday. So no excuse about not being able to make it there. Awesome hours to come in, check out what they have. Uh, uh, you can buy it right off the floor and take it or it can be delivered uh, you can go in one day come back over the weekend when you have some more time pick it up then uh, you can check them out online huskersitandsleep.com huskersit the letter n sleep.com best prices in town low overhead means lower prices brand new furniture and mattresses all with manufacturer's warranty no pressure sales same low prices every day husker sit and sleep what do you think about drake's analysis there huskers how about I turn your mic on? Oh, okay. Did you turn? <laughs> did I have it off? Or did you, did you, I had it off. Okay, yeah. good deal. Um, I just think he's right. I mean, this kind of reminds me of some teams that, you know, I, I and I told you, I think, and, and Doug, I, I, that this team's going to win at home and lose on the road. I mean, I've said that from the get-go, and I think they're going to win every game at home, and they're going to lose every game on the road. I, I mean, I just – You think just, they're losing every game on the road. That's what I said. I yeah. mean, if I gave them the Purdue win. That was a hard one to win. 
You know what he means because they missed their two chances to win on the road. Yeah, well, Minnesota, well, Michigan's the other chance. Right, right, right. You know, so they got three chances, and I thought they missed two of them with Rutgers in in Minnesota. It's just really hard to win on the road. Do you realize that in the um, they have a net ranking, you know, where they keep yes. and they keep track. They kind of keep track of the scores, like how bad you lose by too. I mean, the the other ones are just strictly win or loss. I mean, like when you lose to Creighton, um, eighty nine to sixty or whatever that score might be. That counts. You know, they keep track of, hey, you know, that was a, you lost at home, but not only do you lose, <clears throat> you didn't lose in double overtime. So the net keeps track of that stuff. But right now we've got Purdue, Wisconsin, and Illinois are in the top 15 in the nation in net. Well, Michigan State's the fourth best team in net when That's they keep incredible. track. Yeah, of keeping track of who they're playing, how they're playing, when, where their games are at. You know, in Nebraska. Oh, you mean it, you mean in the Big Ten, the fourth best yeah, yeah, in the Big yeah, Ten. Best, okay. Yeah, in the, yeah, yeah. In the, I'm saying they're the fourth best team in the Big Ten. I mean, yeah. Well, Purdue, Illinois, and Wisconsin are like two, nine, and eleven, something like that. Where Michigan State's like twenty-one, and Nebraska's forty-fourth, forty-fifth, right in there on the net. And so when I look at that, it's really hard if you're the forty-fifth best team to go on the road and win. I, I don't know if you – you should look this up. It's just absolutely amazing. I think the Big 12 has six teams that are undefeated at home this year. Six. <laughs> they haven't lost a game yet. Iowa State's one of them. And Iowa, the Big 12 has ten teams in the top 44 in the nation in the net. Because they're – I mean, you know, when Kansas goes on the road, they're going to lose. I mean, but they're winning at home. Right. Iowa State, although if you're if you're undefeated at home and you've got five teams undefeated at home, that means they're, no one's winning on the road in that conference either. Well, the Big Ten's almost the same way. You know, it's really – now, Big East, they've been they've had some people that have won on the road and are taking care of some business there, and that might be the toughest conference. Yeah, the Big here's, East, here's a ahead. surprise. Okay. <clears throat> Who is the second – best team in the Big 12 in terms of net? Um, Iowa State, maybe. It, okay, Houston, B- BYU. BYU. Yeah, Houston, BYU, and Iowa State at the top BYU three. BYU was not on my radar. Yes, he and beat, yeah. 14-5 and five overall record, 10-2 and two at home, so they have lost at home twice. Yeah, you're right. But, and they have a losing record in quad one games, so I'm not entirely sure how they're fifth in net. They're three and four in, in, in quad, quad one games. They played seven quad one games. Yeah, yeah. See, and, and Nebraska one and one in quad two, yeah. one and zero oh quad three, nine and zero oh in quad four. I see that. I don't understand yeah. see, the math that has Well, what, what's going on there? They're get, they're barely getting beat when they're losing. They're not okay, losing. They're losing close. They're games. losing close games. Yeah, because that's what the net does. They they're going. Oh my, we got to reward you for hanging in there and playing pretty good. Yeah. yeah. But, but besides BYU, Houston undefeated at home. Iowa State undefeated at home. Baylor undefeated at home. How's Kansas? Kansas ten and zero at home. Yeah, there it is. So it's fourteen. And Texas Tech eleven and zero at home. Okay, there's only five. So I stretched it a little bit. I said there were six. The point, I? I think the points there. Though. Yeah, yeah. The point is just to win at home. Yeah, no kidding. Um, you know, Nebraska has so many games where they play people between that. They have those all those four in front of them. But there, it is loaded. The Big Ten's loaded with teams between forty four. And like seventy-eight. I mean, it's just loaded with everybody's right in there. Ohio State and, and Northwestern. Go ahead, if you can. Look. Iowa. Yeah, I was. Is Iowa ahead of Nebraska in the net right now? No, they are well behind. Okay, where are they now? They got. They lost. This a is. Home and game. I'm. I'm not sure if this was updated Monday or, okay. or when this was updated. I don't know if it factors in this week's games. Okay. Uh, but they are sixty-fourth. Yeah, it did. It's figuring that this. This week's is through. Games. Oh, yep. That's this is through yesterday. So. Yeah. See, they yeah. lost a home game the other day. They lost to Maryland at right. home by yeah. two. And that that by at, three. Let's see, that Jameer cost Young, them cost them winner. about twenty points on the net. Right. And well, Maryland is the opponent the Huskers face Saturday, and. Maryland Maryland's is 93rd in the net, but it's still a road game, and it, it means as much mentally maybe as it does on paper for the Huskers because right now I mean, the, the players are getting asked about it, the players are talking about it, the coaches know about it, that this team has not won on the road, and that is that is in their head. If they can get it done, this is a beatable opponent in Maryland. If you can get it done, it might do as much mentally for this team as it does just – in terms of their resume building. Yeah, Maryland, to me, is a real dangerous team because they've won on the road already. They've yeah, beat they beat some Iowa. teams. Uh, they went to the NCAA and last year. They, they beat were, Illinois in Champaign. Yeah, they were a nine seed last year and won a game in the NCAA tournament, beat an eight seed last year, You know, then got beat by the one seed the next the next round. Michigan but, State did beat Maryland in College Park, Maryland. Yeah. Uh, that huge, was just big, last week. And that's Michigan State. That's why their net's so high. You know, they got some road wins. They lost to Nebraska. Michigan State did on the road. 
you know, Michigan, that was one of their losses was to, to the University of Nebraska, and they played them pretty good for the, the, like the last 10 minutes. But, uh, yeah, you're right. It's going to be very interesting. Creighton has got some really good road wins too this year. But what they look at, it's it, just like I told about Drake. Drake's – Connie Heist team would not be in the NCAA tournament. Right now it's season-ended because they're 0-3 in quad one wins, and they haven't been any – they haven't played hard to be anybody in quad two, and all their wins are in quad three. So they don't even get in at 9-3. and three. Everybody's like, what? How, how yeah, could you do because that? Because they're yeah. essentially like a, a group of five school or, or a, True, a, yeah. a mid-major type of school based on the schedule they played exactly. not because of their talent that's that's a schedule thing totally yeah. i agree yeah but they but, but, but their schedule's about to i mean yeah, they, well, they're, they're gonna, gonna play yeah. after north star tonight who is six and five they play three straight teams with at least 10 wins number one bellevue west at 10 and four Pius, yes. and then home against 10 and four omaha brian so it's it's changing yeah. this is yeah. it gets tougher right now yeah if they go four and two they're already going to get themselves locked into it yeah so that's a, you're exactly right but that's how that is how they pick the ncaa the people that think it's it's based on well hold how do you do this we won 21 games well you better play some people and that's what nebraska did i will say this they played oregon state on a neutral court it didn't work out oregon did you notice what happened with oregon state last night did did they win they did a, a last second game winning 3 Good. to beat arizona it was in corvallis but number 9 arizona and and i believe that was the first pac 12 victory for uh, Oregon State, who is now ten and nine, but uh, yeah, huge win though. And, that that and helped them out, <laughs> which well, helps, helps out Nebraska exactly. But um, also, their big Nebraska's biggest win though on the road at Kansas State. That that was a great yeah. big win. And I don't know what you should look if you got it right there in front of you because you got Here, it. For, first, Kansas State. What do you, how how much of an improvement do you think beating Arizona uh, did for Oregon State's net ranking? I'm going to say it probably it moved them up. 32 points. 24. That was a pretty good guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, from 190 to 166. Uh, so, Which is uh, good that, for Nebraska because yeah. that will be a quad three win for Nebraska now. What was your it, question for me, Jimmy? Uh, Kansas State on the uh, at home. What's the record at home? Kansas, Kansas State is 11-1. and one. Guess who their loss is? That's Nebraska. Yeah, so they're undefeated in the Big Ten. I mean, in the Big, Big 12. Ten. So that was my – that's the sixth team because I did look it up. And they are undefeated in conference play. See, and their their, their loss was to a non-conference team, um, within about 300 miles of them in Lincoln, Nebraska. But that that win will, when they get right down, and they're gonna they they get there's about 10, 12 teams. And I got really good news for you. And uh, you don't want to. I've had bad news for you before, but you're gonna like me today. All right. But when this committee gets together and they decipher everything, they're gonna say, "Where's Purdue at?" And they're gonna go, "They're number one seed." And they go, well, who beat them? And they're going to go, these teams, okay? And it's going to put an asterisk right by your name. And then they go, where's Kansas State at? Well, they're well, they won the Big Twelve. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if K State wins the Big Twelve, you're feeling great about the Huskers' chances. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because they're <laughs> I don't not. I know if that's happening. No, but <laughs> they are going to take that team. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, uh, Kansas State could be a top four seed in their conference. You know, and they could get into the tournament. So you right. beat you beat tournament teams. Um, the only thing that was disappointing, the Creighton game was such a bad defeat. It would have been, uh, it'd been better if they'd have never got beat that bad. But eh, you know, once you get beaten, what they, they snowball. They've got the formula on that net. Once it gets to 15 points or worse, they don't take off points. Okay. You know what I mean? So, so you could lose by 30. Yeah, you lose 38 points. Not, yeah. Or, yeah, they just say, hey, you, you might have quit, and it's just snowballed on you. There's no penalty for anything more than that. Yeah, right? Baylor so. Shireman, I think, beat the Huskers by 15 yeah, by himself. Yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Right. So exciting high school or and college hoops uh, coming up this weekend. We're happy to have it for you. News Channel Nebraska TV. You can listen to the Huskers tomorrow morning, 11 o'clock tip-off in College Park, Maryland. That will be on KHAS Radio. We do have a poll question for you. It's out uh, right now, ESPN Tri-Cities. That's ESPN underscore Tri-Cities on Twitter. The question, who will win the NFL MVP? The five finalists were announced uh, yesterday. So it's uh, either Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson, Brock Purdy, Josh Allen, or Christian McCaffrey. We'll read what the the folks think uh, right after this break. Of course, you can get your vote in right now, ESPN underscore Tri-Cities on Twitter. We'll talk some NFL football next on ESPN Tri-Cities and the Doug and Daddy Show. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years. From personal banking to mortgage, business, and more, Five Points continuously finds ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. 
offering the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Five Points Bank Innovative Technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Better choices, better service. Five Points Bank of Grand Island, Kearney, and Hastings. The year was 1979. Rocky Balboa was champ. Rocky Geyser was embarking on a real estate career. Balboa's next fight was Clubber Lang. Rocky Geyser's was 20% interest rates. Through all of his battles, inflation, recession, regulations, Rocky Geyser has always answered the bell. For 40 years, I've been in the ring with my clients sweating the details. Call Rocky Geyser of REMAX Executives today or log on to OneRocky.com. Put Rocky in your corner. The University of Nebraska, located at the U.S. Meat Animal Research Center, four miles west of Clay Center, Nebraska, has permanent openings starting at $18 per hour and higher pay with experience. Positions include custodial two position, farmhand, and cattle ranch hand. Excellent benefits with all permanent positions include medical, dental, vision, employer-provided life insurance, up to 185% matching retirement, 13 paid holidays, vacation leave, sick leave, 15 college credit hours per year for employees and dependents, and an on-site fitness center. If you're interested, they are willing to train the right motivated person for all positions. To learn more, apply now at employment.unl.edu and search Clay Center as the keyword. That's employment.unl.edu. Keyword Clay Center. Or call Sheila Trampy at the UNL Personnel Office at 402 Doug and Daddy Show continues, ESPN Tri-Cities. Michael Shively in for Doug Duda today. Jim Langan is with me as well. And uh, uh, what a fun time of year for NFL football. Uh, we did ask that poll question. Jimmy, uh, What are you? do you have a lean on that NFL MVP five finalists uh, announced yesterday? Uh, give me give me who you got. Who's the five left? Tell me who they are. We got Our listeners got to play too. All right. You know, Christian McCaffrey, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, and did I miss one on the, and uh, Brock Purdy? Uh, I'd give it to Dak Prescott, but um, I don't think he's going to win it. I think Lamar is going to get it. I think he's going to win it, and I don't know when they had to vote. Was the vote in already before the season, before the playoffs you know, started? I'm not entirely sure, uh, but I do know the odds. The The odds on favorite is Lamar Jackson. And what's and his odds? Uh, so this, uh, and I'm not sure these. This is reading it right, but uh, uh, minus ten thousand is what this is at. So minus hundred or whatever. Okay, so what that means? Plus eighteen hundred for Dak Prescott, who's okay. the second most likely. Okay, plus eighteen hundred. And according other... to Fox Sports. All right, plus eighteen hundred. So you got one guy that you got about a hundred to win ten, and the second yeah. guy you bet ten to win one hundred and eighty. So Lamar Jackson, <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. heavily, heavily yeah. Yeah. favored. So maybe my my question in, in uh, phrasing important for these sorts of things, it, it was not who will win the NFL MVP. Maybe it should have been who should win the NFL MVP. Uh, the results right now for the question uh, on our ESPN underscore Tri Cities account uh, on Twitter is Lamar Jackson, 71% of the vote. Josh Allen, 21%. Dak Prescott, 7%. Nobody thinks Brock Purdy's going to win. Uh, two people, uh, you can only fit four uh, on the poll question. So the fifth guy, Christian McCaffrey, had said to like the tweet, and two people did that saying that that he's got it. So uh, that's what the folks think. I, maybe the more interesting question is who out of the five should win it? And I think Christian McCaffrey uh I don't know where he'll end up, but I don't think he'll he'll win it. I think he probably should get more votes than I expect him to. Yeah, you know, it's kind of an interesting deal. Here it is. All right, you got four quarterbacks and a running back. All right, no defensive players. You know, on there, right? <laughs> When's yeah. the last time that a defensive uh, player was even a finalist? Yeah. Aaron Donald, probably. Yeah. But yeah, I, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I don't know why. Uh, I've never been able to figure this out. How did this? How did this come to this? I mean, how did this actually? 
It became a quarterback. Yeah, choice. I mean, in yeah. baseball, in baseball, you got eight different positions out there right. that are playing every day, and then you got pitchers that when they come in, and even if they only give twenty five percent, quarterback of the is time. the most important position. I, I don't think there's any denying that, but it, it is maybe too dominated. And running backs are always uh, they get highlights, they get flashy plays, but running back has changed so much in the last ten years from what it's been in the history of the NFL, where. Almost nobody is a solo back. Take out Derrick Henry and Christian McCaffrey, and there's not really anybody that has a dominant share of carries on their team. So mm-hmm. running backs just aren't really an option because they don't get enough chances with the football anymore because they play three or four running backs about an equal amount of time. Sure, and they got a block. they got a pass block for the quarterback. Yeah. You know, yeah uh, wide receivers, you could probably argue, have a you know, should have a better chance. What if, what if we, in, in basketball, what if the – the as soon as whoever took the ball out of bounds, that guy throws it in. He gets credit for whatever happens. <laughs> I mean, he, you know, the center. Let's give the center the credit. You know what I mean? I mean, so the, right. They they touch yeah, the ball every first. Point. You know what yeah. I mean? They, you know, I mean, but but like, okay, the point. Jason Kelsey, MVP. Yeah, the point point guard goes down and makes a play and throws it over to a guy, and that guy hits a three. Mm-hmm. He gets an assist. Right. All right. Okay. If that guy throws a pass to someone else, well, then he gets the assist. The quarterback gets all the assists when it comes to passing yardage. You know, I, to me, and I just, and I, I'm, I'm being honest about this. Sometimes, the defense wins the games for you. No you doubt. Know, you know, I'm mean, looking at Nebraska. But that's where it's tough for one player on defense to make that big of an impact. Oh, yeah, There's only so many guys. I mean, an Aaron Donald probably sure. comes to mind as the most recent person that can take it over mm-hmm. from a defensive position. But it's so hard to take over a game as an individual on defense. And and the game's changed, too. We pass the ball a lot more. Right. You know, we really do. You're not going to – the field goal kicker could go 28 out of 28 for the year. And he still isn't going to get yeah, the Justin MVP. Tucker. I don't know if he's ever yeah, got an MVP yeah. vote. But. Yeah, you get yeah. So I mean, I understand that there's some players yeah. that you know they just go in there for and to punt the ball or they do something, um, and they can sure be the punter of the year, then win the field goal kicker of the year. They're going to give that award out, but it's really gotten to the point where even in the Heisman Trophy, it's almost impossible to win the thing unless you're playing that position. Right, right. It really is. You get a quarterback or a running back on a or a wide receiver or running back on occasion at the Heisman. But I feel like it's probably less than the NFL MVP right. now too right and I just I don't know why we I, I just haven't got it you know why what came to that you know it's in, in coaching the and co- that's all anyone talks about yeah. too is quarterbacks too and the coach of the year in Nebraska high school it was always the guy who went 26 and 0 I mean you, <laughs> right. you I mean uh, uh, it, was it Tony Sism? You said is it at, Siski? Yeah, Siski. Thank. You. I thought if I, and I know him really well. Couldn't think of his name, but uh, Tony would be the first guy to go. Hey, I don't know how great of a job I'm doing coaching this year with this Creed athletes I got. Yeah, I'm going to win a state championship, but maybe my best year as coaching was one year at Scotts Bluff and we went 14 and seven, and mm-hmm. we should have gone seven and 14. <laughs> but I really helped that team win some games. We won winning all kinds of games in overtime and one possession games, you know. But it's pretty hard to think you're really doing a great job of coaching. When you in 76 to 40 you know like hey what do you think of that strategic play i called that out of bounds right you're just letting them go out and play they're winning games for you so i I, you know well i mean yeah but that guy always is getting coach of the year though it's never goes to the guy that you know worked his butt off and found a way to get six wins on a team that could have won two you know so uh yeah there's some there's some teams out there that we look at and we see that way and uh so i i have i have trouble with the nfl always doing this and giving it to a quarterback but hey I, yeah, I'm not going to fix the problem, and I guess, hey, if I was going to pick you know, who I wanted in the NFL draft and the first-round picks, what players usually are the first, second, and third guys taken? Oh, quarterback every yeah, time. They yeah, they usually are. I or mean, maybe, yeah, it, an yeah. offensive lineman. Yeah, an offensive But, but somebody tackle. that can make a difference, yeah. you know. But, but I think the NFL owners and the coaches know how valuable other players are to their team. And it, whoever can rush the quarterback on the defensive side and get sacks – because uh, yeah, inter- you know, interceptions are is something too that um, the player that intercepted the pass, somebody put pressure on the quarterback and made it make an ill-advised throw, and then you get to step in and be the hero, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah and, you know, yeah. you might be the best corner in the league that affects the game massively because they don't even look at your side of the field, but you have no stats because they never look at your side totally. of the field. Totally. Great point. Yeah. That is really yeah, – that is probably as good a statement as made uh, that we talked about. In the, we've been on the show for an hour, and that's probably the best <laughs> statement made. Well, the games this weekend, uh, AFC Championship, Kansas City at Baltimore, 
pregame starts at 1 o'clock right here on ESPN Tri-Cities. And then pregame at 5.30 for the NFC Championship. It's Detroit at San Francisco. All right, Jimmy, what are you thinking? You got uh, some, some stuff you like this weekend? Well, I like Detroit getting seven and a half, but I do think San Francisco is probably the best team, so I'm not going to take the game. I, I very seldom like to bet a game where I don't think maybe that team can win. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, that means they just got to yeah. hang on and stay. They're down 10 and they get a late touchdown or something, and you just hang on. So I just don't think that they can – I just don't think Detroit can win. They barely beat the Rams at home. They won by a point at home. Um, I don't think they're going to be able to get on the road and beat San Francisco. There, San Francisco dodged their bullet last week. They hadn't played for a while. They got a good drive. They're going to be very confident. So I think San Francisco's going to win the game. But I would not bet the game whatsoever. The Kansas City Chiefs do, though, have a chance to go in and, and be, beat Baltimore. Baltimore's got the best team. But they were tied at halftime. A lot of people forget right. that they were tied at halftime. Um, Kansas City did dodge a bullet late with the missed field goal. But don't forget that Kansas City fumbled the ball at the one-yard on, yeah. one line. I was telling Doug that they, – They would have gone up two scores and put the game away right? And if, I, if the right. ball just bounces another foot or two difference. Yeah, and I was telling Doug that that – there's rules, and, and Brad yeah. Archer have talked about this forever, the baseball coach, that when you strike out, that's an unfair rule. When you get to strike out in baseball and the catcher misses the ball, you get to go to first base. That's probably an unfair rule. I don't like the rule. I don't think uh, in, the, in Major League Baseball, you might have, that might happen five or six times a year. Right. Happens all the time in the 14, <laughs> 14 and under. <laughs> you know, you get two base yeah. runners doing that. You know, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, I think, it, and, and not only that, the ability of the players to throw it down to first, the runner on third can score. You know, so, I mean, you, you know, so you're saying, I can't even risk throwing it down to first because that guy on third is going to score for that 60-foot base we're playing at. You know, so you have to be so careful um, with that. But I, don't, I do not like that rule. Um, there's, yeah. in, in football, I do not like the rule. I think it's too big of a penalty where you fumble the ball – at the three-yard line, it goes out of bounds at the one. You get the ball. You get to retain it. But if it goes through the end zone on the, by the so, pylon. So it's, it's yeah, weird because a it's, player that fumbles the ball, if you fumble the ball out of bounds, you keep possession, except for in that scenario. When you, you fumble, fumble it out of the back of the end zone yeah. or you fumble it, um, uh, uh, it hits the pylon even. I mean, you can't have a replay, and we got to look at it for an hour to see if it hit nicked the pylon or didn't nick the pylon. <laughs> well, we got the yeah. pylon cam now, yeah, so we're good. Yeah, we're good on that. Yeah. <laughs> but but I, yeah, I just think of all the other rules we've done, we've we've changed the rule that the, on fourth down you can't fumble the ball intentionally and one of your teammates recovers it for a first down. You know, we changed that rule. On fourth down, the guy that fumbles it has to recover his own fumble. For him to retain, but you can't fumble it forward and so do that. So if you fumble yeah. it out of the end zone, what if you keep it but have to go back to your own 20? Yeah. Or, or, or do you like it better that the other team gets the ball, but they, they get worse field position? Yeah, I, or, or you know, you can have, definitely be lost it down for sure, the play you fumbled the ball. But somebody's got to look into it because what we're doing, it's a too They're severe. They're going to look into it. Yeah, it's too severe of a penalty. And we've changed other rules in football. We used to have the goalpost on the field to play. They used to be right there on yes. the goal line. Well, that's a little dangerous to kind of play yeah, with that. Yeah, you run right into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How about those quarterback sneaks right there, you know, whenever you try to run a – <laughs> yeah. yeah, but – and then also a 50-yard field goal. It was – I mean, you could kick it, you know. So now they move the goal post back, and they've even narrowed them because these field goal kickers are so good. They've even narrowed the length. They used to be a lot wider than that. So why not change that rule when we have so many other good well, rule you, changes? You know when rule have. changes happen? When they get center stage in a big game. Yes. Or they happen to a prominent athlete. You know, Tom Brady has his knee destroyed because they hit low on a sack. Great point. That's a rule. You know, yeah. Caitlin Clark gets hit by a, a fan storm in the court. They might look at court storming. You know, that th- This happens in the Bills Chiefs. Probably going to look at it. I think so. you're right. And it probably so. I mean, uh, it's just not, it's not a fair rule. I understand the rule. I, I like the idea that if you punt the ball and you down it at the one, that's where they get it. But if it goes in the end zone, then, yeah, you didn't quite get it. So the big, it's, there's 20 yards. You're taking that risk versus reward. But the fumble, not only that does it cost you 20 yards. I kind of like your rule, which you just said. Hey, ball goes back to the 10, but you lost the down, and, you, you know, it's third down and goal now, you know, from the 10. You know, it cost you nine yards for fumbling through the back of your end zone or whatever. So not a bad – I like it. Not a bad deal. 
Well, it'll be interesting, and who knows? Maybe there will be another rule front and center here this weekend. We will have the games for you, ESPN Tri-Cities. The first contest, the AFC Championship pregame at 1, pregame at 5.30 Sunday for the NFC Championship. Of course, lots more going on. you got your Hastings College basketball at Northwestern. That's on KHAS Radio. Girls, boys, doubleheader, or women's and men's. That's a 145 pregame. Of course, following the Husker basketball game on KHAS, which tips off at 11 a.m. Uh, tonight on KHAS Radio, Adam Central versus Crete. That is in girls basketball, the semifinals of the Central Conference. Tonight, uh, ESPN Tri-Cities, Lincoln North Star at Kearney High. Randy Bushcutter will have the call of that doubleheader. Then we put it on TV tomorrow. News Channel Nebraska, 99 on Spectrum, 181 Aloe, uh, 30 on Dish. You can find it. Uh, on our website, newschannelnebraska.com as well. Uh, that will be behind the NFHS paywall, and we're looking forward to that. A 4.30 start for the girls' game. Uh, lots going on this weekend. I got a rule change for you now. I just thought of it. How about this one? <laughs> okay. High school basketball. Yeah. You foul out, you're done. You're never going to get to go back in. You never get to play again. Like, get... like the rest of the season? No, no, no. <laughs> no, I mean for that game. If you foul out? Right. If you get five fouls, you're done, right? Okay. Yes. Which has been a rule forever. Yeah. Okay. What happens when the game goes to three or four overtimes? Then you're running out of players. Exactly. So I right. think that a, a, a nice rule change. Third would, overtime, you get a sixth foul? Oh, no, I think that everybody does. That way when the player fouls out, he doesn't sit and pout on the bench and he's upset and his season's over. He's got to stay involved in the game because if it goes overtime, he gets it. You get an additional timeout. We give the coaches an additional timeout for an overtime. I think you get your sixth foul if it goes overtime. So all those players that had fouled out in regulation, all of them, everybody gets to come out. Now, you'll only get one more foul, but all, every player gets the sixth foul then. So if you've all got four and you foul, you won't foul out in overtime. You get your sixth. Love the rule. No one else likes it, but I, th- I think it's a, it makes sense. Let's revisit this uh-huh. in the middle of June when there's no other sports happening, just yeah. baseball. Sure. And – we, you know, we can only talk about uh, uh, Dylan Raiola 100 days in a row, sure. maybe the 101st then. There you go. Good uh, idea. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to revisit best rule. Ch- if we could change any rule for any sports, right. we're going to set that on the calendar for June 14th when there's nothing else going college, on. Maybe July 19th. Yeah. College basketball plays 40 minutes and they get five fouls. High school basketball. 32 minutes. And fouls. gets five fouls. In the NBA, 48 minutes, they get six, six fouls. Right. I mean, you know, so there's a reason for playing so, so t- many minutes. Only, you only get four fouls then in yeah. high school in basketball. The, How in, about that? But in the NCAA, see, I think 40 minutes, you know, and you get your fifth foul. A lot of times you're down three and you have to foul. You've got to foul. we got to foul to get them to the free throw line. What, what do you have to do? you got to get some other guys out there to foul so you can't have your best players fouling. So, yeah. All right. Get your fa- listeners, get yep. your favorite rule change or your proposed rules change in ESPN underscore Tri-Cities on Twitter, ESPN Tri-Cities on Facebook, Doug and Daddy at ESPNSuperstation.com, the Dent Popper inbox, or set your calendar for the middle of the summer when nothing else is going on, and we'll dive right into it. Thanks so much to our sponsors who made this possible. Thanks to Drake Baronic joining the program, Carney High Boys Basketball coach tune in to doug he's on news channel nebraska doug duda in pierce 230 for the first ever girls high school wrestling duels on behalf of jimmy i'm michael shively thanks for listening have a great rest of your day play your best golf now with help from golf fit usa of carney our certified club fitter uses a state-of-the-art launch monitor to make sure you get the most out of every club in your bag golf fit offers a wide variety of clubs bags, shoes, gloves, hats, junior sets, and gift cards, as well as repairs, re-gripping, lessons from a PGA professional, and a golf simulator. Our goal is to get your equipment right for increased accuracy and performance on the course. Golf Fit USA, custom fit for the perfect hit. Next to jerseys, Carney. Headbutting our way through the paint. ESPN Tri-Cities, KICS Hastings, KXPN Kearney. This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. In this weekly show, the Husker Online team will give you the latest insight on Husker football, basketball, baseball, and, of course, recruiting. Now, here's your host, Husker Online publisher, Sean Callahan. Hello here, and welcome again to another edition.